You started out by crawling out from under the thumb of the man. The lovers of God with dad bod just trying to feed our fam. Go sit right there and grab a bear. You know just what to do. Throw it back, get hammered, and listen to dudes and brews. All right, guys. So thanks for tuning in today. This is the much anticipated episode, episode seven of Dudes and Brews. Today, I'm actually on location. So this is Dudes and Broods on location. We are in Waverly, Nebraska. I actually came up here not because we want to come to Nebraska to, to just vacation. I mean, who the hell does that? Especially when it's not football season. Dick. But came up here to visit my brother. So I have my brother, Justin, on here with us, as well as my nephew, Julian. Hey. So I appreciate you guys joining us today. Thank, thank you guys for joining in. Hey, guys. The trip up here wasn't too bad. I will tell you was a little bit of an incident that happened that I got to <laughs> let you know about, Justin, okay? jeez. Oh, so, oh, man, we're probably about two hours in, or I'm sorry, two hours away from Waverly, and... And this is like a 10-hour trip, right? I mean, is yeah, that, is that yeah, how long it's about it took? 10 hours, yeah. I, th- I think it's about how, how long it took, so two hours away, and we stopped to get something to eat. We're driving, and like, man, I start getting the bubble guts. <laughs> like, my stomach starts hurting a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? It ain't no big deal. Uh, it's everybody's got a fart, and I'm like, well, nah, this fart feels kind of warm, and I don't want to like, I don't want to like have that stripe on my shorts. So I'm like, all right, man, I'm just gonna, I just, I just gotta hold it. I'm like, I'll just wait until we get to the next, to the next gas station. And I'm like, so it's flat, and I see nothing but farmland for miles. <laughs> I'm like, there's not a bathroom anywhere near us. Were it's you like, were you in Nebraska yet? Yeah, we were way in Nebraska. Yeah, you must have been like in Hebron or something like. We like were out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing out there. Yeah, and we're like, I'm like, ah oh, man, dude, I can't hold anymore. I'm like, all right, I'll wait until we get up here to this to the, whatever this store is. Well, it's not a store. It's just like some big warehouse that I guess two trucks parked in front of. It was and, like a Coca-Cola thing. Yeah, I guess there were like two Coca-Cola trucks out of, outside of it. I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. I pull over because, well. I'm about to burst, <laughs> and I'm like, "Sorry, guys, got to do it right here on the outside. You need to hand me whatever napkins are in the glove box." Are you kidding me? He pulled over in the napkins side of the road. on the glove box. Pull over the side of the road. Try to pop a squat. I try to open the back door <laughs> so that I can have like the it can block me from the pe- people dri- driving on the highway. And Lily goes, "Oh no, I'm gonna smell it." So she closes the door, and I'm in the middle of squat. And yeah, I just had to use the bathroom on the side of the highway. You know, everybody's been there, done that. Had to use the bathroom on the side of the highway. Not a big deal. Oh, that's a big deal. Is it? Yes. So you're telling me you never had to use the bathroom on the side of the highway? Um, I have never. Um, I, I my my son has. We, we've had to stop, and he just let one rip. He was probably like two or three years old. But I mean, no, n- never have I had to sit down to stop and and roll like that. I've I keep my stuff like I'll put it this way. I know my body pretty well, so I know that I can't have, like, a lot of caffeine because it makes me go. Or, like, energy drinks can't do it. Like, anything like that. Yeah, same so, thing with so, me. I just can't drink it too fast. Yeah, I limit because I know that my my trek is going to be a bitch in the first place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but I would, I, I would say, you know... Poop stories are sometimes funny. <laughs> okay. okay? I mean, I've um, sat here and watched you laugh pretty hard at that I one. will, <laughs> because I'm picturing you outside of your pretense. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hold on to something, and I'm like, I can't hold on to anything, because I'll open the door if I do, and yeah. 
But um, <laughs> it, it reminds me of a, of a story that that I kind of experienced. That, that was I, what I would call my poop story. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, so, me and a, a buddy of mine, it, let's call him Cabbage. Okay. We're gonna we're sitting down at a Cracker Barrel. Okay. And we're eating together. It was over lunch one day is when I was working out there in Sherman. And um, and we get this, like, whiff, like, of, of ass. <laughs> ass. And, like, and, man, and somebody just cropped us. Right. And, and, like, I, I'm looking at, at Cabbage, and I'm like, dude, was that you? And he was like, no, I thought it was you. And we're kind of looking around to see if somebody maybe crop dusted us, right? Mm-hmm. And I see... A baby, like three <laughs> st- three stalls away from so, us, you know. Yeah, just go change your kid. So I'm like, oh, that's just a kid who pooped her, mm-hmm. pooped his pants. So I turn back around and I continue eating, only to start smelling it more. And I look down to my right, and I see a little trail of poop on the ground. <laughs> a person had shit their pants. <laughs> And was trying to like shuffle out without anybody seeing them, but left a little turd trail behind them. Um, I will tell you this: haven't been to Cracker Barrel since. <laughs> that's, that's all you think about that's now. It. I call it the Crapper Barrel, is what I call it. That's great. So, I mean, uh, me and Justin had to tell embarrassing stories. I guess it, you, you got to tell embarrassing stories too, buddy. All right. Well, I mean, I have a lot to choose from. I'm not. Oh proud no, of that. that's bad. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not proud of that. Um, I'll tell the one when I was working with, with, with my dad. Okay, so <laughs> my mom, you know how they have, a, like, tubs of Gatorade and it's, like, powder? Oh, yeah, yeah. My mom had made, a, like, an entire, like, jug of it, like a... Yeah, like one thing. of those that you would have on, like, the back of a work truck. Yeah, and you'd, like, press the button and, like, yeah. it'd come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess she put, like, I guess, like, the water to Gatorade ratio was, like, off. So, like, there was, like, <laughs> a lot of Gatorade. There's more Gatorade than water. So it was, like, super, So it was, like, real super, strong. Yeah, it was real strong. And, you know, I was working with Charlie, you know, he does landscaping and whatnot, so, you mm-hmm. know, I get, I get tired after a job. So, you know, like, I'll fill up the, the cup all the way, and I'll just chug it right after I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get them electrolytes. Yep. And um, sugar, if I have too much of it, it doesn't sit well in my stomach, that's why I can't have cotton candy. Uh, <laughs> can't have cotton candy. <laughs> I can't have cotton candy, because, like, if I eat it, <laughs> it, it's too much sugar just at once, so it okay. just doesn't work. Anyways... So, you know, I'm like three cups in of this Gatorade. I'm at this old guy's house, and I, I think I'm I'm either wrecking his lawn or uh, mowing his lawn. My stomach just hurts, like, really bad. Like, really, really bad. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to tough it out. Nah, man, you're going to knock on that old man's door and say, hey, bro, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> I'll blow you up, bro. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try to tough it out. Whatever. Like, a couple minutes later, I'm like, all right, I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I tell Charlie, I'm like, Charlie, I have to go to the restroom real bad. I'm about to crap myself. He's like, well, you could go after this job because uh, we have to finish this job. This job is priority. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I'm like almost finished doing what I was doing. And I was like, oh, it's coming. So I just I stand there and I, and I clench my, my, my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I clench my cheeks real hard. And I'm like, okay, please, not not right now. And I'm just standing there. I'm just standing there with a the lawnmower on in front of me. I'm just like... Don't let this happen right now. Not today, Satan. And then I, I took, I took a single step and just, <laughs> oh no, it just all came out at once. And I was like, all right, uh, I guess I'm done for the day. So, <laughs> so I went and told Charlie, I was like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of crapped myself. 
Well, I mean, uh, was it like it was a lot? Like it was. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Uh, did, I mean, did you ride in the back of the truck? <laughs> no, I was yeah. <laughs> So I told Charlie, I was like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of crapped myself. Uh, it was me, Charlie, and uh, his other worker, Jordan. But um, he was like, all right, whatever, just, just send the truck. I had to sit on some uh, leaf bags. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he didn't want any. Well, yeah, you didn't want to get that the, off yeah. the seat. So I had to sit on some leaf bags in the truck, and we had to roll with the windows down. And uh, when I got home, you know, threw away what I was wearing and took a shower. But <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> Has he let you, like, survive since then? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, he doesn't even bring it up. Like, okay, that's good. Yeah, he well, I mean, he hadn't brought it up. up. I mean, he brought it up pretty much every day for like two weeks. <laughs> no, like not even that. Like he, I think he was more mad because because like I couldn't finish my job or whatever. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. He was more gotcha. focused on the work than me it was just more of an inconvenience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn kids, <laughs> shit in their pants. <laughs> nah, bro, I get it. I get that for sure. So, um, it's dudes and brews. So we're gonna crack open a brew. Um, today we have the, the Hammer Brews Chico Stick Stout from what Boiler, Boiler Brewery. Uh, it's actually out here in, uh, in Nebraska. Basically what we have is, um, a buddy of mine is actually a, uh, a brewer here and he had, um, he has, he kind of does his own home brews type style, uh, stuff and I have had plenty of of his of his brews in in the past this one uh, is a chico stick stout uh for from hammer brew uh it's called hammer brew because his name is james ehrman uh his nickname is the ehrman hammer uh so that's exactly what we have here it's a it's a stout and it, it is 11 percent. it is a huge can and i cannot wait to crack this sucker open all right. Well, what we got here? Since I'm underage, obviously, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 21. I'm. We got. I'm, we got to keep you in the loop, man. Yep. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm only 15 years old. What we got here says says on the bottle itself, made with aged vanilla. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you know, got that fruit, high fructose corn syrup. You know, caramel, got caramel coloring and whatnot. Sounds delicious. <laughs> This company's been open since 1919. Uh, it's called you might not you may not have heard of it. It's called a uh, A&W root beer. Uh no caffeine, so you know, hopefully we won't have another work incident. That's that's that, that'd be a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh you you want to crack yours open first yeah, and then we'll get, we'll do ours. Ah, uh, yeah. That's satisfying. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait. It's so satisfying. There it goes. You can roll with this one. All right, so this one's been in the freezer, so let's hope it doesn't explode. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, this one looks good. Good. Go ahead and pour these up here. Oop, dribble. Making a mess. That's okay. There you go, you can have that one. Ooh, that it's not really foamy. Oh, it's because you're pouring it. It's because I'm pouring it, it dude. Yeah. I mean, it's the... So while you're pouring it, yeah. Yeah. It's the especial pour, bro. You gotta have a little bit of head, but not too much. Not too much. All right, cheers, man. Cheers. Th- thanks for joining us. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. cheers. Cheers right here, bro. Yeah, to your plastic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> wow, the flavor on this is wow, amazing. Oh, dude, it tastes just like Chico sticks. It's <laughs> it is so weird. So good. I don't even know what it. Chico stick is so it's like it's like a peanut butter salty 
Um, it's. It, I mean, the and, next and time it, we go to Cracker Barrel, can, we can totally buy some. <laughs> so here you go. Have you ever had a Butterfinger? Yeah. It's like the inside of a Butterfinger. Oh. Okay. Like yeah. But it has like but it, chocolate. But it has um, like salt on the outside. Hmm. Like they are so good, and I'm telling you, this tastes just like it. Okay. So um, scale of one to five, what are you rating this one? On the best brews that I've ever had. Yeah, just in general, like what um, bring something. I, don't know. I would say on a uh, damn, this is good. On a consistency basis, like what I'm looking at versus what it's advertising, I give it a five. Okay. Okay. Um, on brews that I could drink on a normal basis, I'd probably give this closer to a three, maybe a three, a three, three and a half, just because. The sweetness of it—it's super sweet. Yeah, so I couldn't have a lot of. So having a lot of this is probably not, but I'm. But as advertised, straight up. Oh, they did exactly like like they're supposed to. Fantastic. So, um, as just a drinkable beer, beer that I would drink every day, um, you gave it a three, three and a half. Maybe I'm gonna give this like a four. Yeah. So I'm gonna. We're going to rate it. We're gonna meet in the middle. And do 3.75. All right. Um, so that's going to be on Untapped. So make sure to go online to Untapped and follow us at underscore dudes and brews. Um, we'll always have something out there. But yeah, this one's really good. I was surprised. I mean, we're in Nebraska. Uh, don't don't Not give sure me how that. good the Nebraska brews <laughs> don't are. Don't so give me that. <laughs> yeah, you got to put them down. Nebraska's not known for their brew. They're, brew, they're known for their corn. So Which is a or, no, 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 no. every beer. <laughs> they're known for their steaks. I'll give them that. The Omaha steaks. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. They're they're known for their steaks and their agreed, their football, but yeah, man, dude, this one was good. And you're right, I'm super surprised. Yeah, this is the most I've tried other kind of flavored stouts. I know 903 there in Sherman does them a lot, but this one for sure tastes more like as advertised than anything else I've ever tried. Oh my god, like this is as advertised. No, this tastes just like it. It doesn't remind me of it. It's like I'm. Drinking a Chico stick with slight chocolate. Right. It's fantastic. All right, so as we always do, we always like to celebrate the obscure holiday that happens this week. Today The obscure holiday is National Herbs and Spices Day. So what is your favorite herb or spice? Herb or spice? I So that's a really good question. I think it's a dumb question, but go ahead. No, it is a good question because I cook a lot. Okay. And I find that every one of the main tastes that I enjoy include one of two spices. Okay. Garlic or onion. And cooked correctly, each one of those, even combined, make the taste where it needs to be. So like that chicken that we had tonight, we had some some chicken off the grill. Yeah. And all I put on those those breasts, thighs, and and uh, legs were garlic powder, onion powder, Lowry seasoning, and, and Mike some uh, Spanish paprika. That's it. And the only thing that I would have added to that would have been like the the hot wing sauce mm-hmm. if, it, if it were to have been, you know, kids not yeah. eating. But yeah, that's the, those two things. And if I had to choose out of those two, it'd be garlic. I love some garlic. So oh, garlic, not a vampire. Favorite here, herbs and spices, garlic. I can't believe he actually thought about this. <laughs> I have not thought about this at all. <laughs> not thought about this at all. I do like to cook myself. 
I think herbs, like what kind of dry herbs do I use more often than anything? And I would say oregano. Yeah. And I, not because I like to eat Italian food all the time. It's just something that I That's a good use taste. commonly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I would say of the herbs, oregano is probably the one that I use the most. Right. Like my favorite herb that is not dried mm-hmm. is cilantro. Dried cilantro does not cut it for me. Oh, it no, has not me at fresh all. every time. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you don't use cilantro on, on everything. Nope. Any, it's on any, Hispanic food. Like, yeah. Anything with, yeah. a, with a, a, like a, like a Mexican style heritage. Yeah, any kind of Latin food yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, um, we're also going to celebrate a few different things here today. We're going to celebrate some birthdays. So, this week in history, in history if you will, we've got if you Michael will. J. Fox's birthday was on. Yeah. Six nine sixty one, so June 9th, nineteen sixty one. I don't know about you guys. I'm a huge fan of Michael J. Fox. He's yeah. super inspirational to me. Yeah, I've read both do, of his memoirs. Do you, you know who Michael J. Fox is, right? I know who he is. Ooh, he's the guy from Back to the Future. Oh, that's all right. Oh, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I will tell you this: just a personal story. Like Michael J. Fox, I've read a couple of his books. Always looking up, yep. which was a very good. Um, it's so positive. It is very positive. Yeah, and then and Lucky, Lucky Man, Man was good too. Both Lucky those Man memoirs were great. was probably the what really got me into to to who Michael J. Fox was. Like oh, for I am sure. a I am a sucker for a a story that kind of heart wrenches type thing. And basically, Lucky Man is is a story about how he got into. Uh, fame and fortune, right? Through a TV show called Family Ties. Hit it off and became like a star. And got into drinking primarily. And a lot of problems because of onset Parkinson's disease. Right. The more symptoms that he got of Parkinson's, the more he drank. And the more his career started to change because of his bad decisions, right? Mm. And he met his wife and his wife was his rock. And got him out of the hole that he dug, mm-hmm. uh, which is why the the uh, the book's called Lucky Man. He's like, I'm a lucky man for having the type of woman that I have in my life, the type of support that I had in my life, which was only isolated to his to his wife at the time. So I, right. I mean, it's a fantastic story, and the amount of detail that he goes into when he first feels like he's getting symptoms to something, not knowing that it's Parkinson's just yet. Mm-hmm. The amount of detail that, that he goes into like me pinky. is... Yeah, what he talks about all the it's time. It's really... It's it's baffling because I look back at, like, just my life and I go, man, do I remember little details like that? Even in dramatic things that happened. He goes into so much detail, though. It's crazy. Great book, though. And truth be told, some of the, uh, the movies that he was in, I mean, early movies was all the Back to the Future stuff, right? Yep. There's a couple of other films that I know that he was in and then TV shows, but nothing that was kind of as dominant as the Back to the Future franchise. So. No, no, not at all. I, the other one that I could think of was um, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf was fantastic. Teen Wolf. Too, he's, yeah. I mean, that, that was a big film of his. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw it. They ended up coming back. He did a show just called The Michael J. Fox Show. Mm-hmm. It maybe ran for two seasons, if that, on like NBC. But it was really good because he played into his Parkinson's. Yeah, of course. He didn't tr- try to hide it. What was that show where he was like, he wore a suit and tie? It was right when he, it was, it was I know another you're talking TV about. show that he did. I, but in that show, he tried to hide his Parkinson's. Yep. They tried to make it to where he didn't, you didn't see it on camera. Right. And he didn't do that. 
with his show. With the Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I, Michael I, J. Fox I, I remember that being a huge thing. I, I mean, thought it was great because he even made fun of himself for little things that would come up. Spin, Spin City, maybe? Spin City. Is that yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, during the uh, filming of, of Spin City, he tried to kind of hide it. He didn't want his character to have Parkinson's in the show. Right. So he tried to hide it. And I like that he played into it in the Michael J. Fox show. Yeah. Because it let him be himself. Right. And, and you could see... It's authentic. It's authentic. He was goofy. It mm-hmm. was fun. It just it was more heartwarming. Right, right. Yeah. Not that he's not a good actor and he can act and still make you feel that way. It just... I enjoyed it a lot more. Right. I wish they didn't cancel it. But right, right. I guess the ratings didn't show as much as I liked it, but <clears throat> oh, man. it is. Some of the greatest television st- shows that I love to death don't have the best ratings, and they go away, and then I'm just sad. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so another birthday that happened this week happened to actually be on June 9th as well, but he was born in 1963. That was Johnny Depp. Hmm. Johnny Depp, okay. What's your favorite Johnny Depp film? That's a good question. I'm going to let you go first, Joe, so I can ponder this as a, as you're speaking. So Johnny Depp, I'll say he does obscure stuff, and some stuff I feel has been really weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, he may produce stuff, which just means he puts money into it. Does I don't, I don't think he writes anything, does he? He's not a writer, I wouldn't think. Because, not sure at all. But actually. like a film that comes to my mind that I liked but was really weird was when he did the uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it because it did play more into the book, but his character was super creepy in that. Yeah. In, <laughs> in that movie. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't as fun-loving as it was in the first one. Right. So I like how they put that little twist on it. Personally, not a big fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean type stuff. Oh, uh, dude, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean. Really? I yeah. Got, I only got into it like last year, and that's because we got Disney+. Plus. Oh yeah, no, I couldn't get into it too much. I just I tried to do those and I couldn't get into it. I really liked him in uh, Rango. He played Rango. That's, and that's see, I movie. really liked that movie as well. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, I, yeah. animated I, film, but he did great. The animation's super good too. Like it's looks like it looks like real. Yeah. The so as you were talking about Johnny Depp, the first couple of movies that came through my mind were Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Edward Scissorhands, you know? Yeah. But as I'm going through those, I'm like, like, I really didn't like any of those. Like, they're okay. Like, they're, like, Nightmare on Elm Street was probably my favorite, but not because of Johnny Depp. Right. Okay? So, as I'm, as I'm kind of scrolling through, just trying to remind myself, and I'm going through, and I'm looking at all of these movies, and I'm saying, and I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that, and I've seen a crap ton of freaking movies with Johnny Depp in it. Right. I didn't even notice that how many movies that I had seen. But I would say, just looking at the list, I would say either The Ninth Gate, Secret Window, or even maybe even Sleepy Hollow were the, oh, would, I forgot would, be about the would be the top three. The Sleepy Hollow. Um, like, my main like vein of film is horror across the board. Right, mm-hmm. like, right. Yeah, if, I know that with you. Too. Like, I have a closet full of media, and that closet full of media is probably... Pfft, 60 to 70 percent dominated by horror films right, right. a b and c style mm-hmm. um tv shows and things like that so when it when it kind of rides down that horror vein it, i mean it, it lights my fire a little bit more than than you know an action film or a a quirky 
Edward Scissorhands style movie like that. The so. Dark Shadows. Yeah. Yeah, like that little stuff where he would do it with um, Tim, Tim Burton. Tim just Burton does not even like hit it for me. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. It's just and see, personal. and that's where I go. It's entertaining. I'll watch it, and it's not that I don't like those films, but they're not it. There's not a lot of replay value. Right. It doesn't make me go back and go, I want to watch this film again. Right. It's just like, hey, if it, I've just seen it because I heard it's decent. Right, right. So, and that's the way I feel with like Sweeney Todd, Dark Shadows, and, yep. uh, because they're all, and, I feel and like and they're almost the same character. Yep, yep. I, but, I mean, yeah. most Tim Burton films, even without Johnny Depp, I, I, I'll put in the same category. I just, right, right. Like, I think the only one that I've watched like multiple times and actually enjoyed it was because my son likes it. And that's the Nightmare Before Christmas. You know? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's nothing to do with Johnny Depp. But. Right, right. <laughs> so, I didn't... Uh, yeah, you're right. I go back through these, and I didn't realize how many films that he's in that I've seen. Like, Donnie Brasco was pretty good. It was good. Blow, it was, Blow was pretty good. Yep. Fear and yeah. Loathing. That, that, I mean, that Fear was and Loathing. That was, again, super weird, so it yep. fit him perfectly. It did. It, it's just... Yeah, and no, then, I didn't I didn't realize how many films that I've seen with him. Either. With Johnny Depp, though, it, it, I mean... If you did, you follow any of the stuff that's going on with Johnny Depp right now? Right now, no. So I know he owns like 50, forty houses or something. Well, stupid. I mean, <laughs> that that may be, but I don't know about that. Uses money on real estate, but ultimately, there's this like drama shit that's happening with him and his his wife or ex wife, where she claimed that it didn't, he, wasn't he married to uh, he beat her um, or Helena like Bonham Carter? Uh, I don't know about that. Who were you talking? I about don't. Then? I don't remember her name. Um, okay, but anyway. Ultimately, she came out claiming that he beat her or something like that. But then he recorded a, a conversation between them where she was threatening to lie about her, him beating her or something like that. Oh. So there's a bunch. There's, he's in a bunch Got of drama him. right now. Right? <laughs> like, dang. You're it's, it's, uh, go I fast mean, one on me, lady. I got you. you. If, if you if you <laughs> listen to the, to the audio, you're just like, uh, what? Oh but, no! Yeah, that that's about as much. No, I didn't. I didn't hear about that. But that's the problem that you have to kind of deal with whenever you have fame and fortune. Yep. Is somebody else wants your fortune? Right. Right. So are they really in it for love or are they not? And that's where it becomes like you're in a little bit of a sticky situation. Yep. That's why I'm like, hey, I like to believe what Jim Carrey says. You know, I like that quote that he put. Like, I wish everybody would realize what it's like to be rich and famous, so you could realize that it's not all it's set up to be. Cut out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, I totally feel that way. Yeah. Like, all that shit you have to wade through, I don't know that it's worth it, to be honest. Right, right, of course. But, all right, so we're going to celebrate another birthday. This is one of my personal favorites. Oh, yeah? So, June 11th, 1965, was the day that Joe Montana was born. And oddly enough, same day my son was born. So, hmm. my son shares the birthday with, I hate saying this, I really do. But the second best quarterback to ever play the football, to ever play football. Who's who's number one? I hate saying it. I hate it. Is it with a passion? Brett but Favre? it's Tom. It, I hate saying it. <laughs> oh. I hate saying it. It really frustrates me because everybody knows I'm a diehard Niners fan. But it's Tom Brady, oh, and it's just because he has more rings. Well, he's he's had a better coach throughout his entire. Oh, so career. so so you're saying Belichick over Bill Walsh? Uh, yeah, okay. have you counted? Are you just saying that because of the rings? Have you counted <laughs> how many rings they have? I mean, seriously, dude. Okay, so you're saying the championships don't lie. No, I... Because I will say, is I think the competition was 
heavier in the NFC. Oh, it's always than in the AFC because the AFC. It's like, it's like now. It's like they the don't Cavs. have to beat anybody. It's like the Cavs making it to the finals. Like get out of here. Oh, they beat like nobody like, in the West. Like I remember in the East. What kind of what kind of path do you have to take to get to the to the big prize? You hey, babe. But now with NBA, it's starting to even out a little bit. Yeah, because well, for, for now, like, like I, I don't want to get in the NBA right now. <laughs> like I'm on a strike from the NBA for stupid reasons, but I've got to stick to my guns. Okay, so it's Bill Walsh and I'm like, we're not getting political here, okay? so you just. Going back, going back to greatest quarterbacks of all time, like Niners fan through and through. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I love you, Joe. But Joe Montana, Joe Cool, right? I wasn't alive during that. During or I was alive, but I wasn't. You weren't watching it. Conscious enough to be able yeah. to to pay attention to the to the to the football, right? So from my perspective. Looking back over time, saying one's better than the other is purely based upon historical evidence. And if I am looking at it from my perspective as I sit and I stand here, Tom Brady has it amongst everybody. And I hate saying that because as much as a Niners fan I am. Well, who who else since 1984 to now, who else has been dominant quarterback in the NFL? Year after year after year, and when they come up, you're like, oh, man, yeah, they are good, and they're leading another completely brand-new team with completely new players. The only persons that are the same are the coach and the quarterback. So that's the thing, is that you're basing your stance on championships, and I don't disagree with that. That's the same way that I put a stance on greatness, is how many championships do you have? But other people will argue and say, Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I say he has two championships. Yeah. And one of them wasn't because of him. The one with the Broncos was not because of him. It's because right. they had the they had one awesome of the greatest defense. defenses yeah. in history. Yeah. yeah. They had a great defense. He was an average quarterback. You know, I So I I do think he's great and he put up a lot of records. Right. So you're saying that because he didn't win a lot of championships, you can't put him in that in that conversation. I can't put him at number one. Just like like my favorite quarterback that's outside of a Steve Young or a uh, Jimmy G or a, or a Joe Montana is uh, Montana. Montana <laughs> is uh, who do you think I'm gonna say? Go ahead and say it. Like Brett Favre. I love oh, okay, me some cool. Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, I have no problem with that. I thought you were going to say something totally different. <laughs> I love me some Brett Favre. And, yeah, I don't mind Brett Favre. And, and I, I even followed him when he went to the to the Vikings. I wish he would have learned when to hang up the cleats. Well, no, no, that, that last season was amazing, dude. Like, he made it to the NFC Championship that year. It was awesome. And that, that was when, like, Bounty Gate was intact from the Saints. Oh, yeah. I that was that. the same year. Oh, I didn't realize that. You know, so I, I mean, remember... He, I remember I mean, buying. He was forty uh, years old out there, like th- like slinging guns, man. It was awesome. I mean, I remember buying uh, Madden two thousand nine because Brett Favre was on the cover, and when they originally released it, he was with the Packers. Yep. Or when they originally announced that he was going to be on the cover, he was with the Packers. By the time it was actually released, he had been traded to the Jets. Oh, so geez. I remember them giving me uh, the game. And then give me an alternate cover with it as well, so I can put it in where, he's, where he has the Jets jersey. Yeah, he was in. He was one season in the Jets. I forgot about that. Yeah, 
That's the only reason why I remember it too. Is because who'd you think I was gonna say? I thought you were gonna say Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're, Pat Mahomes. No, you're here in he is, he Kansas is, City country, so I like, figured you were so being so, a sheeple and just so following, I will tell the, you following this, the crowd. Like I do love me some Kansas City Chiefs. They are number two on my list of following teams. And they have been number two since I've been in Nebraska. Mind you, I've been in Nebraska for 10 years. My roots are deep in Texas. Okay? But the thing here is, is Pat Mahomes hasn't proven anything to me regarding being the greatest of all time. Consistency is one of the things. Like, when I take a look at, like, basketball players, I can name you a thousand different basketball players that I remember idolizing when I was younger. And you know how many of those were, like, lasted the test of time? Jordan. (laughs) Jordan is the only one who lasted the the test of time. Maybe Pippen. But outside of that, I mean, there was a list, a plethora of of people, including Shaq, Alonzo Mourning, Grandmama, Penny Hardaway, that never made a big... In a, a big impact that a world championship makes. Yeah. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, I mean, no, I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah, championships are what consider you to be great. That's why Kobe strived and tried to get his six championships. Right. I mean, but, you know, I mean, I, mean, I get, get six? that. I think that he only had five. I think he tied uh, Tim Duncan with five. Timothy Duncan. So Jordan and Timmy the Bulls, D. the only ones that have that have six. They have six. Yeah. Well, I mean, outside of the Celtics and the Lakers well, of, of the of past. I was gonna say you might watch out because, you know, one of them has thirteen. So. Right. 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 But but yes, out of the newer era, right. yeah, he's the he has six and he's leading leading the charge. We do have to, uh, you know, what? I'm I'm gonna celebrate it, but on June tenth, two thousand four. We lost Ray Charles. Oh. Okay. So, do you guys like Ray Charles? What's your opinion on him and his music? I mean, I don't really listen to Ray Charles. I mean, I've seen, I saw the movie, and that's about it. With oh, Jamie and Jamie Fox. Fox did a great job. Yeah, he did mm-hmm. really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. The very first song that I ever learned on guitar was What I Say by Ray Charles. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was taught by an old man out of uh, Bottom, Texas. Hmm. And I went with Granddaddy, actually. Oh, we, yeah, we, yeah, because, because I was out there. I was playing you, you the Dobro. Do yeah, you did that, bro. The lap steel <laughs> yeah. guitar, if you don't know what a Dobro is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't listen to Bluegrass, but go ahead. From, from a... like, a, I did not realize that, that was the first song that you learned out that there. Was a very Man, first I loved song going out there. Yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun. The, uh, the, the fan in me appreciates Ray Charles and his, and his uh, impact on music. Right. But, um, I mean, majority of the music that I know by Ray Charles, ha- it just does not hit my my string uh, that that kind of prods me on to investing more time in listening to it. Yeah, so does it have that, that replay value that nope. I mentioned earlier? Nope. Like, most of my replay value, like, starts post-Ray Charles okay. in, in regards to the blues and... And, that and like and Motown type yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. So for me, one song that I listen to and I can hear anytime it comes on, like because I when I just hit shuffle and Ray Charles comes on, I will never skip it, and that's the mess around. 
The mess around? Yeah, I don't know why. How does that go? Uh, you're gonna get me. Now I'm not singing it this time. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear me sing? You gotta go back and listen to episode six. I sang a lot in that episode. <laughs> I sang a lot in that episode. But yeah, no, that's just one song. that's really fun. It gets it's it's fun. It's upbeat, and a lot of his stuff really is fun and upbeat. I mean, hit the road, Jack. Fun, upbeat, mm-hmm. and I I enjoy that kind of stuff. You're right. It's not something I'm gonna go, man. I'm really wanting to listen to this right now. But if it comes on when I'm shuffling stuff, man, I'll jam to it. Yeah, I'll jam to it. I don't have any problem with that. All right, guys. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna move into a few games because I like playing games. So we're gonna move into the game. It's can you get behind that? I'm gonna give okay. you guys a couple categories. We're gonna say can you get behind that or nah? I'm not about that life. Okay. okay? So first one. And I already know what you're going to say, Justin, but I got to bring it up. Do it. Crocs. <laughs> can I? Can you get behind that or not about that life? Um, so so I would say, to answer your question outright, I can get behind that. And um, wh- wh- why is that? They look like garbage. I can get behind that because look like $3 the shoes normal Crocs awful. do look like... Awful shoes. Yeah, they, 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 they visually are not appealing. Not at all. But those aren't the only Crocs that exist, man. I got yeah, a pair I know of flip that, that, that they make like boots. They have boots. They have all types. And I'm telling you, super comfortable, super easy to wear, super easy to clean. I just can't get past the look, man. So it's funny because the other day I was at the store looking for some shoes, and they happened to sell Crocs. Julian was with me, and he's like, man, I really want to buy some Crocs. And I'm like, cool. Buy some Crocs, and then right up there in the front, you get all your little jewels for your Crocs, too, to make them all <laughs> fun and fancy. Get the little little hot sauce or the little taco. Nah. Little video not about control. that life. Not even. I can't do it. I cannot do it. They okay. just look too stupid to me. Well, like I said. When it comes to shoes, I want comfort. You're right. I like comfort. I'm not a female. I want comfort first. Right. And then fashionability. Okay, you don't have to get the ones that cover your toes, bro, unless you got some funky toes, man. <laughs> okay? What about you? Uh, no, I I, re- I I like Crocs. I've never owned a pair, but I, I do want to get a pair. They're Why? Why Why do you... You, you even told me, no, nah, man, these are ugly. <laughs> well, I mean, because, I mean, they seem like they would be comfortable. You know, there's, there's like, you know, like Uncle Justin said, there's multiple versions of Crocs. You know, there's a lot to choose from. So it's not just a Swiss cheese style? Mm-mm. No, right. and see, I, I hate that style. And they're I, awful. I, I don't own a pair of those. But your style. son, you'll let your son walk around and, them all. And, straight up. And straight your daughter. Up. You go, you look like garbage, but it's okay, son, go ahead. No. <laughs> I'm not going to match you, though. I'm not going to no, like garbage no. with you. The worst part? And Swiss cheese. That's the what I think worst of. part about the Swiss cheese What's style? That? Is, is the sun. The tan. The, the tan. <laughs> your feet look like... Straight ass. <laughs> no, it's funny because you know we were talking about uh, Charlie earlier. Yeah. My, our brother-in-law. Oh. He buys the Walmart version of of the uh, Crocs, and instead of circles, they do like little diamonds. Like, yeah. And he ends up getting the tan on his feet, and he calls himself Ham Feet. Title <laughs> <laughs> look look like ham. Like no, dude. Get I out of here. Can't do it. I'm not about that life. Not even close. Oh, that's fun. That's okay. So this is one that I can imagine you probably did when you were probably eighth, seventh, says seventh grade maybe. Okay. Uh, puka shell necklace. Puka. Sh- mm. uh, actually, I, I think I still have one. <laughs> Dude, you totally would. Yeah, you um, would. I could just imagine you bleach blonde hair, spiking it up, puka <laughs> shell. I got uh, not the cut off, but the sleeveless shirt, but the 
but like I got the collar and the sleeve is a different color from the rest of the shirt. Nope, ne- never had anything like that. The, actually, the Puka Shell uh, and then a, necklace. A tribal sun. Nope. So everybody can see it. <laughs> I do have a tribal sun oh, tattoo. But, but, but you hit <laughs> it on your shoulder. My, mine's on my back, okay? And mine was primarily a Godsmack tattoo rather than just a tribal sun. But, uh, okay, to yeah. get back to the top Let's go ahead and say okay? it's all about the band. It, it was. I was a huge Godsmack fan when I was in high school and half of my college career. But anyway. I'm, I, you know. Going back to that for just a second, I, yeah. I'm I'm surprised you never got the the stereotypical Godsmack eyebrow piercing eyebrow ring. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like that's what that's what the stereotypical Godsmack fan does. I, see, eyebrow ring. I wasn't a stereotypical Godsmack fan. I I was anyway. Different. Back <laughs> back to the topic in regards to a puka shell necklace. No, I wouldn't wear it now. Do I still have one? Yes, and I remember exactly where I where I got it when I went. I was working in Geek Squad at the time. And they're in Nerd. Sherman, right? And Ben, one of my friends from high school, called Oh, me. yeah, I bet he still wears one. <laughs> Maybe. But he calls me and he's like, hey, Justin, what are you doing this weekend? And it was like a Thursday after, uh, Thursday evening. And I said, uh, you know, I've, I've got to work on Saturday or whatnot. I'm off tomorrow. He was like, um, my mom left you a ticket to fly out here to Florida. You need to go pick up your ticket and you need to come ask for the weekend off. And I'm like, okay, let me check. So I call my boss. You got to figure that shit out. My my boss is like, yeah, go do it. I literally roll, hop in a plane, fly to Florida. We went to Destin Beach. And while we were there, they picked up glasses, necklaces, swim trunks, all that stuff for me. And I still have the necklace from that trip. I went there and I fried like a freaking lobster. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I never got into that trend. To be honest, I think it's a little bit uh, before my time, just slightly before my time, because it was popular in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and that was when I was in middle school. I didn't really care about fashion until I'd say high school. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit before my time, but no, I just when I see puka shell necklace, I imagine douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to be associated with the douchebag. So, so yeah. I would say I'm not about that life. So Julian, you know what a puka shell ne- mm-hmm. necklace is? They actually they came back like last year. Like the trend came back because because oh, you know the whole like visco girl trend. Everything comes back around eventually. Yeah, right? yeah. It, they they it's came back for a short amount of time. One of my friends actually have them, but in my opinion, nah, I wouldn't wear it. I'd no say I'm, I just to be uh, official. I'm not about that life. Not about that <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got a few, a few more here for you. Um, Truck nuts. <laughs> what the hell is that? It's, it's so, a, it's a, so truck nuts are so what you do is on your truck. I know exactly. Like right beneath where you where your your hitch is, you hang a pair yep. of like truck nuts. nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now it's hitting me. I'm not about that. Yeah. No way. That is that is so that is offensive and that is disgusting. Are you kidding me, bro? Hey, just because you so you personally would not have have truck nuts on your truck. <laughs> nope. But do you think it's acceptable in certain situations? No, not like, at all. Do you think if some guy that is super redneck, his truck is lifted fifteen feet off the ground, and he uses that truck primarily for going mudding? No. No, not not acceptable. Not, See, I think that all. it's acceptable in certain in certain situations. That happens to be one. If your truck is way too lifted and you want to look more like a redneck douchebag, sure, go ahead, put some truck nuts on there, buddy. The, I want you to let everybody know who you are so that I can make sure to avoid you so, and give you the fist of anger as I'm cutting you off on the highway So in my tiny little Prius. <laughs> it is pretty tiny. Um, the Prius. When, when, 
<laughs> when I when I heard you say truck nuts, I thought you were talking about like nuts for the wheels, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Okay, but I get it now. Truck nuts. Um, no, I I think it's I I ultimately it's nothing that I want to explain to my child. No, no, but if you have kids now, but you would think think about kids p- kids in high school. Yeah. Kids in high school do it, and in high school, would you have had a problem with it? I've never seen anyone yeah, in high it, school. They, well, I mean, you don't live in the, out in the country. Uh, yeah. Yes. Out in yeah. the country, they're popular, dude. I see kids with it, I go, that's so stupid. Right. But it fits you, buddy. You go ahead and rock them. <laughs> right. Rock them nuts. And, and tr- truthfully, <laughs> I wouldn't even nuts. say that that it is isolated right. to a the age of high school. Like, no, I, no, like no, here, no, it's here not, but that's where I would say it's acceptable. Here in Nebraska, like, I see it on grown men's vehicles. Hmm. And and then they're the same people who have the sticker on the on the back side of their windshield that has it in big, bold letters and a stick figure humping it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, bro, whatever. I, it's just, yeah. I'm not or about like that line, the, man. the weird guy where it's like, it looks like a guy peeing on something. It's, it's, uh, it's Calvin. Calvin oh, is from, it? from Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, that's really who that is. That's, that's exactly who it something? is. Yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Calvin Dude, taking a piss? Get with it, bro. I okay. didn't study the history of that guy pissing <laughs> on shit. Just thought it was stupid. But yeah, no, I'm not about that life either. Not in, in general. Like I said, in certain situations, I'm like, I'm more lenient to going, I understand why you have it and I'm not going to shame you for it because you'll grow up and you'll learn from that. But like, yeah, dude, if you're 40, you still got truck nuts, bro, grow up a little bit. Yeah, straight up. Like, go, you, go grab you, a pair of You about that life, Jules? No, I think, I think they, I mean, it's just stupid. There's no point. In, it doesn't add anything, but it doesn't take anything away. It's just dumb. Now, I've got to ask you this honestly. Okay. Are you just trying to make your uncles proud here? No, that's not it at all. <laughs> like, if I, if I see it on the stream, like, that's stupid. Just take that off your truck. There's no Bro, he's, he's learning to it. drive, and he's got a pair of truck nuts in the drawer just waiting to hang them on his <laughs> truck whenever he gets them license. I get it, bro. I get it. Dude. That's, that's cool, cool, bro. You know, whatever. Dude, it's cool. I mean, rock them. Saving it for the big day. <laughs> all right, so here, here's another one. If you've never heard of this, please go out and try this, okay? I'll tell you what it is, and then I'll explain it to you. So, mayo grilled cheese. Okay. Yeah. He, he now what this is this. Mm-hmm. is like I'm gonna make a grilled cheese, and what some people do is they'll put butter in the pan. I was never that kind of person. I always put butter directly onto the bread, mm-hmm. and they put the bread butter side down, some cheese. The next slice of bread we had butter side up. What do you think about using mayo instead of butter? That's exactly how my wife does it, and they are delicious. They're freaking awesome. A it's dude at work told me about same. it. I tried it, and it is so much better than butter. Yep. It, I'm like, well, I've been doing this wrong my whole life. You can do either mayo or Miracle Whip, and either way, it turns out fantastic. Does it? I don't. Yep. Miracle Whip's different. I, I don't like Miracle Whip on a sandwich, or I, Miracle Whip can really go in the trash. But Miracle Whip is more of a, a sweet taste, so you'll get, you'll get a sweet outcome versus your mayo, which is primarily egg. Yeah, it's just like egg and oil, right? Correct. Yeah. So it's it's a. It, it gives it a completely different flavor, and but but it crisps up differently. It does. It, yeah. It, it, like even your your cheese melts, from my personal opinion, in a in a different way. And it's, I don't know. Every time that Michelle makes it, like we have just a bowl of tomato bisque soup and three or four freaking. Why else do you eat a grilled cheese without without some tomato soup, bro? Amen. I don't I even care if it's Campbell's. Just whatever tomato soup you got. But see, that's the thing. Like she makes 
the best freaking tomato soup. My mom makes the best tomato soup. Oh, uh, well, you know what? We will we will challenge it, okay? <laughs> well, let's see if we can't get Michelle to make some tomato soup before you leave, and then you can compare and contrast here. Uh, my mom normally puts a uh, parmesan in the in the tomato soup. Yeah. Okay. I don't like, know if like, this is a thing that she did like, or not. Everything is from scratch for when, yeah. when Michelle does it. Nothing is out of a can. So it's it's uh it's it's really good, dude. Yeah. It's so really good. Jules, you've never actually tried the tomato you, you or told not, me sorry, the mayo gr- grilled cheese. You told me about it on the way up here and I thought it was weird, but now I want to now I want to try it because I mean, I've gotten two opinions that say it's pretty good, so it's, I'm about that life. 100% dude like I'm telling you so the in my opinion the best kind of grilled cheese it crisps up on the edge it melts the cheese in the middle and it makes it to where the bread itself on the other side of the of the bread is not doughy mm-hmm. but if you don't want it toasty like you would do like toast in the toaster right but it when you bite into it you get a little bit of crunch but then you get that goo with Soft. the cheese mm-hmm. yeah man and the grilled cheese is more forgiving, or I'm sorry, the mayo is more forgiving than butter is. Butter, you gotta do it a little slow, slower and lower, and you gotta like maintain a little bit more. It's more forgiving well, with mayo. Think about egg, okay, and how egg is used in cooking, okay. Egg is used in cooking for kind of firming up things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. Mayo on a piece of bread is going to do the exact same thing that he's talking about. It's going to make it stiff on one side and soft on the other because it does not have that direct heat direct you know touching it. Mm-hmm. So while butter butter does what? It turns into a liquid, soaks into the bread and then toasts. Yeah. Pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's it's real. It's real good, okay? Yeah, I am totally. I am about that for sure. For sure. So we're gonna play a couple other games here. Um, this next one that I like to play is a game called Plot or Not. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show you a a movie poster. Okay. And based on this movie poster, you need to tell me what the movie's really about. Well, that All sounds right. Fun. Okay. Hopefully, I don't know the movie, but go ahead. Okay, so this first film, um, it's called Vivarium. So take a look at this movie poster, describe it to the listeners, and tell me what this movie's about. All right, this looks like a mm, there's a there's a small child. I would say he's probably eight years old, uh, standing at at the front of a flat maze with a house that is turned sort of cockeyed with uh, people coming out of the front door uh it looks very artsy and right below the child uh who's facing away from me in what looks like maybe a schoolboy outfit a white t-shirt short sleeve and black pants uh it says right below him your home dot forever dot if i were to look at that and i were to guess on what that movie is about i would assume it is a thriller style movie where a child from a boarding school ha- runs into some kind of trippy household maybe he's maybe he's even a uh, an orphan of sorts 
and then you know crazy things happen in the in the new home that is in that's just based upon what I'm seeing okay we always like to look at Rotten Tomatoes because they have a pretty good description so I'll read this to you here and see what the movie's really about I haven't seen it so don't give me the line but it says uh, Tom and Gemma Gemma not sure are looking for the perfect home when a strange real estate agent takes them to yonder a mysterious suburban neighborhood of identical houses Tom and Gemma can't leave quick enough but when they try to exit the labyrinth style house development each road takes them back to where they started soon they realize their search for a dream home has plunged them into a terrifying nightmare in this taut thriller filled with white knuckle suspense so you were on you you had the right idea just didn't have the details which i mean how could you based on a photo but uh, you yeah, were, I, I wonder you how had they, the right idea of it being suspenseful and there being kind of some sort of weird thing coming in. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I wonder how the uh, the child kind of fits in because the child has to fit in somehow, somehow, some way. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's their kid or what. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure. It, it sounds it sounds good enough for me to watch like a B, at, B, at least once on B night. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I know how you like them yeah. them B rated horror films. Yeah. So. All right, Jules, it's going to be your turn. So we're going to do the movie The Hunt. And oddly enough, both these movies came out this year. Hmm. So um, this is called The Hunt. So take a look at this and tell me what you think that that movie's about. Oh, wait. I've seen uh, – I think I saw the trailer for this one. So based on what you know, what's it about? Is it about um, – Don't ask me. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, bro. Just, just tell so us like, d- like d- you're – Describe it, though, because okay, like, okay, the so... listeners need to know what, it, what you're looking at. So the cover itself, it's uh, there's a is a brick wall part of it. No. Okay. The cover itself has a pig on the front of it. It says the words, "The most talked about movie of the year is is one that no one's actually seen." The hunt, decide for yourself. I guess it was originally coming out September twenty twenty seventh, but now but it was postponed to March thirteenth. And then there's a bunch of what would you call these? Like quotes from yeah, critics, cool, yeah, critic uh, quotes, I guess. A bunch of quotes from critics: just a disturbance to our country, not appropriate, demented and evil, dangerous, a sick murder fantasy. I mean, you're a fan of horror films, yeah? I mean, I like right horror films, alley, buddy. Okay, so if it's the movie I'm thinking of that I've seen the trailers for, and also they reminded me of a book because I remember seeing the trailer and telling my English teacher about it. I think I think it might be about like. Uh, a bunch of people, uh, like, are chosen for this thing, and basically they all, th- this one guy, the, the, I guess the master or whatever, uh, basically he hunts humans, like, as if they were game, like, or like, like, cattle or whatever, uh, pigs, okay. whatever, but, um, if, if, if it's what I think it is, I'm pretty sure it's about... A guy hunting humans just, like, for fun. Not even, like, like to survive or whatever. Just doing it just because he likes to do it. Okay, so so here's here's the deal. I've actually oh, so seen like this seen movie. Okay, yes. okay. Okay, and, and the movie you're describing is called Surviving the Game. Mm-hmm. And that is an older movie with Ice-T in it. But, guess what? Mm-hmm. This is very similar. The only difference in the movie that you're talking about 
is rather than one guy hunting another person, it is liberals bringing conservatives to a <sighs> camp to hunt them. Huh. And one of the conservatives, a lady, is a Billy Badass and ends up, spoiler alert, spo- spo- spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spo- spo- spoiler alert, destroying everybody on the liberal side. Is she like pretty much the final girl? She's she's the final girl and, and it has a lot of very subtle comedy in it. I would totally recommend this movie. It's a really it, it's kind of like a, a dark comedy. Yes, it's a dark comedy. Okay. There's there's a lot of violence in it, so be prepared for that. But the last scene with Hillary Swank in it is so good. It's a fight that lasts for about twenty minutes, and the things that happen in the fight are hilarious uh, yeah. between these two ladies. But it's a from a personal perspective. On a scale from one to ten, I'd probably give it a six or a seven. It's hard for me to see a movie that gives me a you know a, an eight or a ten, nine yeah. or ten. Uh, but I I would totally recommend the movie. Like when when I was looking at movies to try to play this game, it was one of the highest rated films. It was like this is one of the best films that you've never seen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean I thought it looked good, so I mean I'm probably gonna watch it. Vivarium seems like hey, if it comes on TV and I happen to catch it, cool. But The Hunt, that's probably one I'll probably go yeah. out and... Alright, so we're going to move into the last game that we're going to play today. And this is my personal favorite, just because I love some music. So we're playing a game, and this is Guess That Song. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say some lyrics from a song, and you're going to buzz in by saying, buzz, buzz. Okay. Buzz in, and then you got to tell me the name of that song and who the artist is. Okay. First one here. Your eyes still remind me of angels that hover above. I'm going to need a little bit more. Yeah, no idea. All right, so your eyes still remind me of angels that hover above. Eyes that can change from blind to blue. Um, Buzz Buzz. Go ahead, Justin. Is this um, Hinder? No. No, it's not Hinder at all. That's a disgrace. <laughs> You have any idea, Jules? No You're idea. Coming for the steal. No idea. Okay, so I'll keep I'll keep up with lyrics. Okay, so your eyes still remind me of angels that hover above, eyes that can change from blind to blue. It's impossible. I can't let it out. You'll never know. Am I selling you out? Sit and wait. Your every mood. 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 I can't sing this one because I don't know this one well enough to be able to sing it or else I totally would. I know because uh, he says mood and mood kind of like drags out. Okay. Your every mood. Mood. I don't know. Maybe I'm butchering it. But yeah. I don't know the song well enough. Yeah. I I can tell you how the guitar goes. Uh, uh, Give me the chorus. Now that I've found my reward, throw it away long before I share a piece of mine with you. It's impossible. I can't let it out. You'll never know. Am I selling you out? Okay, so from what I know about you, since you're my brother, mm-hmm. this is one of your top five favorite albums of all time. Hmm. And if you don't know this song, I'm a little disappointed in you right now. 
my top five albums of all time. This is on one of your top five albums of all time. Like, I am drawing a super blank, and maybe it's this flipping alcohol. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Blaming it on the alcohol, dude. You're normally on point with these lyrics. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and blow this one for you. And maybe, so, or I'll do the guitar. The, tar, the guitar goes. It's, it's uh, Hey Johnny Park. Oh, it's Hey Johnny Park. Okay. Yeah. So, do yeah, you know that, how it goes now? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, so your eyes still remind me of angels that hover above. Do you know how that goes now? No, not at all. Neither do I. I'm like, okay, anyway. All right, so love the Foo Fighters, but don't recognize that song. Don't recognize yeah, those I'm, lyrics. I'm going to have to walk through that one sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, as every every week when I go through lyrics, I go, man, I did not know what that song said. Okay. <laughs> Sing these songs my entire life and go, all right, I guess I'm... It's like, it always reminds me of the movie White Man Can't Jump, and when Wesley Sipes says, you can't hear Jimmy, I'm just not hearing Jimmy in some of these in some of these lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Alright, so nobody gets a point there, that's alright. Number two. There's not enough years beneath this belt. Uh, uh Buzz Buzz. What is it? This is, uh, Seven Mary Three. What song is it? It is, um... For me to admit the way that I felt. Um, let me think how the rest of the song goes. <laughs> I mean, you gotta kind of sing it through your head sometime. I get that. Uh, inside out, every You're chance I get to see what it's like in hell. Uh, if I stay lucky, lucky. Lucky, yep. Lucky, lucky by Seven Mary Three. Jules, you're not even saying it. I don't. I don't even know who. I don't even know who these people are. Dude, oh, so Seven Mary Three has. Okay, they have two good songs. No, they they have one super awesome album and like one other one that has two hits on it. That's it. I mean, they have Crown Rock was amazing. It was an amazing. I album. don't know the whole album. I know the one song from that album. Lucky. What's their name? No, I thought I thought that was on a different album than. Uh, are we talking about? Um. Dan, Dan, Cumbersome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Cumbersome was on Crown Rock. Am I wrong? No, Cumbersome is not not on Crown Rock. Oh, okay. That's on American Standard. Yeah, American Standard. Okay, well, either way, those are the two songs that I say that they have two good songs, and those are the songs that I. They actually have a quite quite a few. Maybe I just don't know enough, but those were the two songs that came on the radio, I guess. Yeah, but anyway, all right. So Justin with the one point, Jules still hitting with the the big goose egg, but that's all right. Zero and going strong. <laughs> All right, so next one. Give me more loving than I've ever had. Make it all better when I'm feeling sad. I, I think I need more here. Okay, so <laughs> Give me more loving than I've ever had. Make it all better when I'm feeling sad. Tell me that I'm special even when I know I'm not. Make us feel good when I hurt so bad. Barely getting mad. I'm so glad I found you. I love being around you. You make it easy. <laughs> no? No clue. Okay, so if I sing this one, this one I know I know okay. enough to, know to, to sing it. It goes, Embarrassing time one. Take one. Make it all better when I'm feeling sad. Tell you that it's special when I'm... Even yeah, I have no you idea what the song is. Not. 
Keep going. Makes feel good when I hurt so bad. Barely getting mad. I'm so glad I found you. Nope. I love clue. being no around idea. you. No idea. No, no clue. You make it easy. Nope. It's easy as one, two, one, two, three, four. You don't need to know. All right, well, it's one, two, three, four by the plain white tees. By the plain white tees, okay. <laughs> this is one of those songs where I'm like, I hope Justin really gets this so we nope. can show how much of a woman he is. <laughs> I've, I, I've heard this song, uh, but yeah. He, I don't... he specifically didn't get these lyrics, so he didn't he didn't get shamed. That's okay. I'll get it. It's all right. This next one should shame you. Okay, that's fine. I'm so apparently I've... Because though, in the last times we played this, I feel like I made it way too easy for everybody. I guess I'm making it way too hard for everybody now. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. One for three yeah. for two guys. And, and I pride myself in like knowing music. Knowing music. Well. Apparently yeah. not. All right. So here we go. Got a, got a few more f- for you guys here. So here we go. Move in. Move out. Hands up. Hands down. Oh back God. up. Back up. Buzz, buzz. Go ahead. Uh, this is Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Awful Limp Biscuit. Uh, where they, that's Roland, and uh, where he he rhymes uh, here and here in two <laughs> separate verses. Yeah, I know y'all be loving this shit right here. L-I-M-P Biscuit is right here. I remember this like very strategically when I was in high school or whenever it came out because MTV was making fun of how he was not a rapper. <laughs> because he couldn't, he couldn't rhyme here with something. Rhyme here with here. <laughs> hands up, hands down, back up, back up. I, don't know, I like that song. Uh, that's an awful. I song. I like just jamming to it. That is an awful song. It's fun. I think last time we came down here, didn't we like listen to Rolling? Yeah, you got to get Rolling, 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 Rolling. Yeah, yeah. See, you know. <laughs> All right, so Jules yeah. is still riding that goose egg, man. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I hope, sir. It, I hope it hatches soon. So here we go. Here, here's another one here, son. Instead of taking the test, I took two to the chest. Like, I I need more. I have a good idea, but I don't know if I know a lot of his music. My mind just blink. Instead of taking the test, I took two to the chest. Call me blind, but I didn't see it coming. Everyone was running, but I couldn't hear nothing. Except, gun blast, it happened so fast. I don't really know this kid, but I sat by him in class. Maybe this kid was reaching out for love. Or maybe for a moment he forgot who he was. Or maybe this kid just wanted to be hugged. Whatever it was, I know it's because. We are, we are, the youth of the nation, and that is by P.O.D. That is a great song. Dude, it's so sad. Every time I hear this song, I tear up. Yeah, it's good. Every single time. That's a really good one. But it's not just this. It's later on when he starts talking about his girl. Yeah. Or this this girl. Yeah, ah, man. She found love in all the wrong places. The same situation, just different faces. Yeah, it's so... Oh, man. It's good. Hits me hard. It's really good. You should but check it, it out. If but, you, you know, this song right called? here, especially this part, it's, it's Youth, Youth of, of the, the Nation. nation. Oh, especially this part right here where he says, or maybe for a moment he forgot who he was, or maybe this kid just wanted to be hugged. Right. So this reminds me of a video that went viral recently within the last six months, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's a video of this kid. It's like a security cam from a school. This kid's walking through exactly a hall and he has a shotgun about. in his hand. Yep. And like this 
this coach. Uh, this coach like walks out of one of the one an, another uh, doorway whatever catches the kid in the hallway grabs the gun from the kid and literally just hugs the kid and hands the gun to whoever's behind him and just oh, they just yeah, stand there yeah. and hug and, and embrace and that kid just melts and right. just starts crying and right. crying and honestly due to him he hard because it's like man maybe that the, honestly that kid just really just wanted someone to know that he that they loved him or that he, he existed yeah you know? you're here dude people love you people that's it you. you're heard yep and that's what what kids want sometimes I don't like to try to get too I wouldn't like, even say emotional it, in this stuff, but yeah. that one right there hits me hard every time, dude. I, I, I would say it hits. I, I would say that whether or not you're a child, you everybody wants that, you know. Oh, for it's for just, sure. Just how do you how you react to it, you know? So, how's that root beer <clears throat> for you? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Got that root style over there. All right, so we'll do a, a few more here. I got ten in total. Uh, so far, Justin's killing it. Uh, Jules may <clears throat> might as well not even be here. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, left alone with a big fat fanny, she was just, or she was such a naughty nanny. Left alone with a big fat fanny, she was just a, she was such a naughty nanny. Uh, I need more here. Hey, big woman. You made a bad boy out of me. Hey, hey. I've been singing with my band across the wire, across the land. I've seen every blue-eyed floozy on the way. But their beauty and their style went kind of smooth after a while. Take me to them dirty ladies every time. Come on. It sounds yeah, no. it sounds super familiar. Ah, uh, you oh, gonna okay. take me <laughs> okay, home I know exactly. It's Queen. Uh, buzz, buzz. Down beside your it's Fat Bottom line. Girls by Queen. I'm like, man, I even you know how it goes. Yeah, I, I I don't I only know the. Yeah. You don't know when it starts getting nope. into that part. Nope. Oh man, I'm just like. It's such a good song, dude. Queen is great. Like, like that is one of my favorite songs by them. No man, no man. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's just fun. So good. Break free is my favorite. Did not know Fat Bottom Girls. Nope, did not have that one. What you got next? Everybody likes them Fat Bottom Girls. Well, that 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 song, from what I understand. Is about about lesbians. Is oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to listen to it. That, that's like well, at least I had a friend in college that was lesbian, and she was like, "Yeah, that's totally about us." So maybe she was just like selling me bad goods, <laughs> but maybe she was being truthful. I'm gonna say she was being truthful though. See, I'd have to go back and read it. When I'm reading these aloud right now, I'm like, "Man, this sounds like a, you could totally rap this." It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I, I, I didn't this expect a rap that to song be queen. Right here. Like, back that ass up. Like, it's not like something that uh, Juvenile will be singing, right? Alright, so, here's another one here. Everyone smiles as they drift past the flowers as they grow incredibly high. Yeah, you're gonna have to give yeah, me more. Dude, I gotta, I gotta keep giving you guys more. You guys suck. I'm sorry. Newspaper taxis appear on the shore waiting to take you away. Climb in the back with your head in the clouds, and you're gone. 
and then the chorus comes. Yeah, I I'm I have, blanking. Yeah, no what no, is I'll start from the song? very very beginning of the song. Okay. okay. Picture yourself in a boat on a river, with a tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Nobody calls you. You answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes. Cellophane flowers of yellow and green towering over your head. Look for the girl with the sun in her eyes and she's gone. And then the chorus comes. How's the chorus go? If I say the words, you're going to know the exact song. <laughs> so, with tangerine trees and marmalade skies, it's... So, since you guys don't know it, the song is Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Wow. By who? By the by, Beatles. By the Beatles. Oh. By the Beatles. You don't know the Beatles, buddy? Mm-mm. That, shame. For <laughs> shame on you. So My opinion, this is the best I, album. I wasn't raised. I like this psychedelic, this psychedelic style. I wasn't raised with like rock like that. Because you know my parents, they only listen to heavy metal. That's all That's all I know. I even know that or, or rap. You think my mom listened to the Beatles? My mom listened to Bread. Do you know who Bread is? <laughs> Neither do I and my mom loves them. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the food. Right. Like, uh, I, mean, I don't listen to Bread at all. My mom listened to country music. You know, you know what I did? I decided to go, you know what? It's cool. I understand you like a certain type of music. I don't want to follow in your footsteps when it comes to music. I'm going to follow my own path. And I found the Beatles and said, I'm going to love you eight days a week. The Beatles are really good. I mean, yeah, I know. I mean, like... You no, know, apparently you don't know. No, like, 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 the best Beatles songs are about the life that you live and the struggles that you have. They're so good. They're really good. Yeah, it's not about getting high. Mm-hmm. Like that song was. Well, yeah, that, that album's uh, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds LSD. That's not about getting high sense. LSD. Yeah. I, I guess I made just two. I guess I expected more out of you here, Justin. But I also didn't expect you to have eleven percent alcohol inside you. Right, so right. Maybe that's a little bit of the problem. Um. So next one here. Did you write the book of love? And do you have faith in God above? Keep going. I know this song. What is it? Hold on. Buzz, buzz. I'll finish the sentence. Okay. Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above in the Bible, if the Bible tells you so? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Buzz Buzz, this is uh, American Pie by uh, John McClane. His, his name's Don. Don McClane. But, yeah. Okay. John McClane was the uh, was the guy in Camarazzo uh, Tower shooting down <laughs> Heinz, whatever, in Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. That's exactly I was like, what, what are you talking about? Die Hard. Oh, yeah, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Like, that that song... yippee That song is one of my favorite songs, and, and I think it's because my mom. My mom... It's a good folk song. So, when, when I was a kid, I remember being on the, on the farm out in uh, North Texas, and we would ride around in my dad's Ford truck. And we would listen to either Edgar Wintergroup or Don McLean. So what American song Black. did Edgar Wintergroup do? The one that I remember more than anything was Frankenstein. So it's really funny. So that song has no lyrics to it. No, it doesn't. And so it's funny because me and uh, Jessica, our sister, we're sitting out. And she was thinking of a song that our, our dad used to listen to all the time. And she's like, all yeah, Frankenstein. I go, oh, by Alice Cooper. 
No. She's like, no. That's you've never heard this. That's feed my Frankenstein by Alice. It Cooper. took her forever to find it, but when yeah. she find she found it, she starts playing. And I go, nah, man, I ain't never heard this. Like, I've never heard that song. There is a. I mean, it sounds fun. Oh, it, it sounds it's, like it's like it's good, but I did not know. Yeah, that's crazy. It's uh, it like we just talked about this last week. That's 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 even though it's like I remember it so vividly. Like I would. I went and I talked to uh, a couple of our aunts about it. Like, what is this song? It goes like this. And they're like, yeah, I have no idea. And then all of a sudden, a it was either a Lexus commercial or a Cadillac commercial, but Tiger Woods was in it. Shazam! And it just had the lyrics of Frankenstein. And it was like, they did some kind of like, new vehicle and it was like the Frankenstein oh okay and yeah it came out of uh, of the so uh, okay. and I was like that's it right there and then googling uh, you know Cadillac Tiger Woods Tiger Woods commercial. song <laughs> you know yeah. to, to get the get the title oh it's crazy yeah. yeah no I did not know that in particular song but yeah um, so I mean, America Pie is good. It's a good folk song. Everybody knows it. I mean, you even know the song "Bye Bye Miss America Pie." Oh yeah, Trouble yeah. Chevy to the Levee. Bye Bye Miss American Pie. Yeah, yeah go ahead right. and sing and embarrass Justin some more. <laughs> Give me that look. They can't see it on. They can't. See, they can't see it. We don't have video just yet. All right. So next one here again. Jules sitting on that goose egg. She's trying to make an omelet over here. Um, so we got. I'm cuddling close through blankets and sheets. Uh, buzz buzz what is it Justin <laughs> um, uh, I'm pretty sure this is Dashboard Confessional okay um, what, what, what song is it <laughs> uh, like see I, I have no idea who these people are you don't know who uh, Dashboard is no. it's hands down no it's not no it isn't no nope. I wanted to pick hands down but I'm like ah, it's the most popular song maybe I should pick something else uh, so, uh, while he's singing this in his head, Dashboard Professional is somebody that you <laughs> that you either want to listen to when you're sad because you want to continue to be sad, exactly. or you avoid listening to when you're sad because you don't want to be sad. Right. It, it, they are... Uh, They're the epitome of emo. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, emo. Uh, like, it's... So, so to, to, to like, me... So, do you want me to tell you what, what song this is? Is that Swiss Army Romance? No, it's Screaming Infidelity. Screaming Infidelity. Oh, okay. So, I if you just think about the name of this song... I mean, Screaming yeah, sounds, sounds pretty emo. Yeah, it yes. definitely is. So, ultimately... God, got me through a lot, though. I, I, I gotta say thanks for <laughs> and, those guys. And I would, I, I would claim the same. Like, when you... When you... Like, when I think of emo, I don't think of Dashboard Confessional. I think of more like... My Chemical Romance? Yeah. That's what I think like, about. Like, you think of more like pop-punk emo Pop-punk emo. Now... I'm not going to say that Dashboard Professional is not emo because <laughs> they're, they're the so their emo. But I will tell you some of the things, like when you listen to their to their music, if you start from their first albums and you you progress onward, it is a story of when they found love to when they experienced heartache to when they like resurrected. Like each album is gives like what was happening in his life at that time it's 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 a really good like chronological story from my perspective for chris Caraba. yep it's good though like he yeah, has he's that, great that dude can play the crap out of guitar and 
right, like nobody's business. So, so it's funny if you like Dashboard and you like Chris Caraba, and because like when you say this about it not being what you consider the stereotypical emo music, like mm-hmm. that that pop punk type style stuff. Um, there's a a record label that I that I really like, and it's called Tooth and Nail Records. And his first album that he ever did was before Dashboard was on Tooth and Nail Records, and it was with a with a band called Further Seems Forever. Hmm. Still Chris Caraba, still the same style of singing and writing, but with a little with heavier music in the background. Oh, okay. Heavier, more upbeat stuff. But uh, again, Justin's killing it. We got one more here for you guys, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Cross our fingers. Let me see if I can't get it. So if I what I know the band. You know exactly. You know who this is. Yes, you do. You okay. know the artist. Okay. You have heard the artist. You've even. I think you heard, heard this artist today. Have I heard the song? Like I said, you even heard this artist today. Okay. Got to the hallway. Well, on my way to my loving bed. I almost didn't notice all the roses. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's um, Outcast. Oh, I'm dumb. Oh no! Is it, is oh, it not Outcast? No, it is. no, it's not. It's not oh, Outcast. Not Outcast. Then. Never mind then. No, this is not. This is not Roses. <laughs> you never heard the song. You just heard me say something about Roses earlier. Yeah, and, and you talked about him knowing it, and we probably listened today. And I know we listened to some Outcast today. Oh, that's true. We did listen to Outcast today, but no, this, <laughs> this, this, this isn't it. No, her roses may not smell like poo poo. It's such a good song, dude. <laughs> nah, man, I should have dusted it on that one instead of this one. No. All right, give me more then. Wait, so uh, is it a band? Um, or is it. This is, I would call this a musical artist. Okay. Okay. So, got to the hallway well on my way to my loving bed. Or I guess they say loving bed. Um, I almost didn't notice all the roses and the note that said, our song is the slam and scream doors. Sneaking out late, tapping on your window. When you're on the phone and you talk real slow. Because it's late and your mama don't know. Our song is the way you laugh. The first date. Man, I didn't kiss her, and I should have. And when I got home, before I said amen, asking God if he could play it again. I just, I, just, I, I read the chorus there as well. I feel like that I have heard this song before. You definitely have heard this song before. But. This is your favorite album from this artist. This is my favorite album is from like this a... artist. Yep, and you would have really been into this artist, I would say, t- um, when this album came out, really. I would say, nope, actually, I would say you were really into this artist from 2007 to maybe 2011, 2010, maybe. Like, I was into Filter. I was into... <laughs> like, I love some Filter. You are really into this artist, and... You were really excited for your first child because of this artist. 
This is Tay Tay. <laughs> this is so Tay Tay. <laughs> I, I have never heard of this person in my entire life. Taylor Swift, bro. Oh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go, go go back to the lyrics. Let me see if I I, I can nah, match it. I so if I, I start from the beginning, I don't yeah. think I'll be able to get. I was it. riding shotgun with my hair undone. Yep. In the front seat of his car. Yep. This is the. Uh, He's gone. A one hand. He's got a one hand feeling on the steering wheel. The other hand on my heart. Right. I, I look around, turn the radio down. He says, baby, is there something wrong? I say, nothing. I was just thinking how we didn't have a song. He says, our song is a slamming screen. Don't thinking how. <laughs> Get out of here. That, that one is, is not the best song. You're right. Album. It's not. It's <laughs> not. Far. I didn't want to pick like one of the most popular songs in this album. <laughs> I wanted it to be semi difficult for you, but apparently I made it way too difficult for you. That is so Tay Tay. <laughs> it's young, <laughs> young curly hair Tay Tay. Oh man! So yeah. if you guys have been keeping score, Justin knows Taylor Swift, <laughs> Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> he knows Limp Biscuit, Plain White Tees, Plain White Tees, Don McLean, Don McLean. Like, uh, yeah, uh, not in very masculine taste of music. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Dude, I'm totally fine with my inner self, okay? Okay. And so, I'm going to make fun of your inner self. That's fine. And my, my inner self will will take it with pride. You know in Tay-Tay, for I, sure. I mean, I love some Tay-Tay, man. <laughs> like, young Tay, like, first three albums, Tay-Tay was good. Oh, first three? You even yeah. go with all three? Oh, yeah. I thought you just liked the first two. So you even like, what is the third one, Red? Red. Uh-huh. Red, oh, I didn't know you liked Red, that one, too. Red was, like, on the cusp of, I, I want to keep my identity, but I also want to make money. Like there, there's some really good music across the board. But, like, then post that as she gets into, like, a lot of... Like, super pop. Super pop, and, and then a, a lot of their, uh, a lot of the, the song substance is about her personal stuff that has nothing to do with, with love anymore. It's about you know proving somebody wrong or making dudes look like assholes or he, she's pissed off because she doesn't have her the rights to her music or whatever well, it may be. But before that, those first three mm-hmm. uh, albums. No, granted, I don't know Red very well, but from what I understand, it's more about a lot of it is about love and what she kind of experienced as a as a young as a young adult. Like she she writes about the relationships that she has, and just like with Dashboard, you see like the hope in regards to the, her future in the first couple of albums, and by the third album, you hear some disgruntledness almost and and then you also hear some some music that's about like just living my life right now and not worrying about that shit right um i she she had a song on on that one that was really really popular it was either called like 21 or something like that Uh, 22 22 is what it was her new stuff i've actually i've actually listened to we recorded a live performance that she did during Mm. this coronavirus thing Oh and, yeah, and we we watched it as a family because Kate loves some Tay Tay. Oh yeah, uh, Kate's my daughter, by the way. And uh, the the show was just her new album stuff, not anything that her that she played. Ah, uh, you're like, like get out of here, lame, <laughs> lame. Yeah. See, so. so that's one of the things that I've come to realize when it comes to artists is that so one of my favorite bands of all time is a band called Wolves of the Gate. They're mm-hmm. a uh, Christian metalcore band. 
And with the first time I saw them, they had two albums out. And I heard songs that I will probably never hear them play ever again. Right. Because now they have four albums out, and they're just... They have a larger discography, so they have more stuff that they're going to play from the new stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me sad sometimes because you want them to play the old stuff. That's when that's when you stick with them enough and long enough for them to have a reunion tour where they celebrate or, that or album. Or like a, an uh, anniversary tour. Like, yeah, like yeah. like we went and saw the Toadies for Rubberneck. Right. Like, we got to see that entire album from, from yeah. top to bottom. There's certain songs on there that I'll never hear them play. Ever. Yeah. You know, so it, it, that's that's where I would see, say See, and that's the same thing with, with the Toadies. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw them, I go, man, they're not playing enough stuff from, from Hell Below Stars Above today. Right, right. Playing too much stuff from Play Rock Music. Or and No Deliverance. Or... The South Side of Uptown, or yeah. whatever it's called. The, the Lower Side of Uptown. Lower Side, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I like the old stuff sometimes because you, cause you want to go back to where you started with a band. Yep. And that's what it sounded like with you and yep. Tay Totally. But, you know, we're going to go ahead uh, We're gonna go ahead and, and wrap this one up. Guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks. I really enjoyed it. Shit, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, make sure to go online and to social media and follow us on Untapped and Instagram at underscore dudes and brews. That's it. We're out. Woo, 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 woo.